When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Collectors Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah! Hey, hey, hey! Give it up for Sun Eaters, everybody! It's Sun Eaters! Nice job! Hey, everybody! Welcome to the show! One more big hand at home, cuddled up for Sun Eaters. Definitely check out their stuff from Lotus Pool Records over at lotuspool.com and add them to your Spotify playlist! Oh, that's so great! The, the band... That gave us the BCC theme song, Come Alone, which you just heard. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Thanks for being here. As you can see, uh, we have a little bit of festive decor going on. Uh, This, of course, is the 2022 Bigfoot Collectors Club Holiday live stream special hosted by Pop C Lounge. This is the podcast where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I don't know why I needed to look at my notes for that line. I've been only saying it for the past five years. Tonight, everyone, whether ye be a Scrooge or a Tiny Tim, you shall all be visited by three hosts, starting with me. I'm your host of Collectibles Past, Michael McMillan. Next is the host of Leaving Bigfoot Presence. <laughs> it's me, Bryce Johnson. Hello, Bryce. Welcome. What are you wearing? I'm in my Santa hat. I've got my Elvis glasses. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for it. the BCC Christmas Live Pop C Lounge Extravagance. All right, well, there's your second host, everybody. And, of course, that means it's time for your third host, the host of Future Sounds, Mr. Super Producer. Riley Bray. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Look good. Did you get all dressed up just for us? Oh, no, I have a show directly after this, yeah. I run from this to the stage, so... You look oh, fantastic. Oh, it's for it's for our holiday Christmas party. I thought I'd you know do it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because that's the vibe that we're going for here, everybody. A little holiday Christmas party. I feel like I'm underdressed all of a sudden. I do have a Santa hat that I bought at Gelson's, and it's sitting across the room, and now I can't get it. But uh, it's too late now. Um, all right, everybody. Well, we have a fantastic show for you tonight, full of amazing guests, some surprises, a mystery guest. For example, uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to touch base and and just sort of like reflect on this past year. You know, 2022, it was the year of fulfillment 
for us. You know, we finally did the jet ski special. We big time. We, we did we did that. We did a music video, not not the music video, but a music video, right? We did we did one. You guys saw it during the Wonderful. pre-show. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and we went on our very first Bigfoot hunt, despite it being um, all that audio being stolen by the curse of bloody mary but yeah uh, well you guys you guys are the ones that fucked around and did bloody mary in the bathroom i told you not to do it i want to jump in how cool are the sun eaters man uh i just another big shout out they are fucking just what so amazing uh what a vibe they are uh love those dudes man cool to hear our theme song live yeah so trippy man yep we did it. Well, I think we had Chris G from Sun Eaters at one of our Bigfoot lobby or Bigfoot Lodge shows, if I recall. Yep. But we haven't mm-hmm. heard the full full band play the song live, and probably most of you haven't heard it with lyrics. So definitely check out their stuff. So cool. But anyway, guys, we did it right. Your fulfillment, everything that we wanted to do, uh, everything, everything we wanted to do, we did it right. Yeah. Well. I guess there is there is something that I did sort of leave out, and I feel kind of I feel kind of bad about it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I kind of want to address it. I mean, not to bring down the show, but uh, uh, let me just find my lines here. And oh, uh, wait, you you wrote something uh, down for this? <clears throat> well, I did, I did. Uh, you know, my words are best expressed when they're written down thoughtfully. Okay. B- BCC listeners. Dear Twin Peaks, I made a promise to watch you this past year, and I never made it past episode two. I will never fully come to appreciate Agent Dale Cooper, who I know I would fucking love. This guy loves coffee, the occult, and how he solves mysteries through his dreams. I'll never discover Colonel Briggs' connection to the Owls or Project Blue Book. I'll never see the giant. I'll never get the reference to the Bookhouse Boys Michael names in our recap after recap. I'll never come to know about the frustrating but lovable saga that is Dougie. And most importantly, I'll never know who killed Laura Palmer, who I feel like I know. Like I took pictures of the screen. I was like, I know this girl. And so for that, Twin Peaks, I'm sorry, but maybe... When Michael's out, I'll sneak into his apartment and get his collector set and bring it back home and and go into a malaise and just watch them uh, all in no. a marathon binge or something. No, I don't know. No. Anyway, no, no, no. love Bryce. No. Ah, cool. Okay. I feel better. Wow. I feel okay. a lot better yeah. about that. Get that off I, your chest. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good. It feels good. We, we can't carry that baggage into into next year. All right. That was great. Well, we have a holiday tradition around these parts. And wait a minute. I think I hear something. Oh, that's the sound of sleigh bells jangling, which means our very first guest has arrived. Let's open the clubhouse door. Oh, oh, look, everyone. Look who's coming in the clubhouse door for our, our clubhouse celebration. Hi, we couldn't go another holiday without you being here. This is like the fourth one you've done with us. I know I would not. 
I wouldn't let that happen. Ah. Uh. No. Can't do it, man. Can't. No yeah, we understand. We understand. I mean, you're you're working. You had to like jump in to like uh, be with us tonight. There was a point where you might not have made it, but here you yes. are. But I did it. It worked out. I'm in Montreal and it's really cold. Well, that's Christmassy. <sighs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Christmas Christmassy, but it's fucking cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, what kind of are there any spooky things in Montreal? Any haunted places you can go check out? Yes, I, they have a ghost tour around like Old Port. I have yet to do it, mm. uh, but I've seen people like on the tour. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know any of the legends or anything. You What's know? Old Port? It just that sounds like something you might have after a delicious uh, Scottish meal at Tam O'Shanter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the Old Port of Montreal, so it's like their old town. You would love it, Michael, because it feels very Disneylandy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cobblestone, you know, all that stuff. Oh, Great. my God. Oh, speak, yeah. speaking of Disneyland, Michael, there is a new store on Ventura Boulevard that I have to take you to. Oh, my God. It's a Disney gallery and auction house that just opened up. You'll lose Wait, your right. mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take you there. Show's over, everybody. How late are they open on Fridays? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Betsy, uh, as we always like to do, we talk about uh, horror movies with you. Any good new horror movies that you recommend? I've watched a few recently. I want to know if you would recommend anything that comes off the top of your head. Well, I mean, Pearl and X. So good. I've so seen good. X, but I haven't seen they Pearl rule. yet. Pearl oh. rules. Rules. Hard. It's like she needs to down. get a damn Oscar. She's it's pretty much like a one woman show. Yeah. And Great. she's incredible. She's I heard so it's more good. of a character study than the first one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Like Would you I feel I feel completely in the dark. What what's Pearl? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Dad. Never mind. Let's move past. So there's well, a no, no, no. studio called A24. Have you heard oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. They make amazing movies. So X, of course, was a movie that they made that was amazing. That was about oh, a group okay. of people that go and make a, a, a porno in the 70s. It's about porn. You'd love it, it Bryce. It goes horribly wrong. Pearl what? is a character from X, and then they made a movie about Pearl. And it is, as Betsy said, oh, my God. so good. It's, it's so good. So good. Put it on the old it, list. Put yeah, it, on put it on the, the list. list. Your kids will hate it. <laughs> and be traumatized and be very messed up from it but it's awesome okay, and it's right. shot like it's shot like a, like the wizard of oz and like those like 50s movies mm -hmm. oh, it's cool. beautiful to look at it's incredible i Great. my parents are getting it for me on blu-ray for christmas I was oh like, my God. Uh, give me pro on blu-ray <laughs> great betsy yeah. what did you think about barbarian and smile I love them both. Me too. Me I thought too. they were so much fun. Mm -hmm. I was bummed because I kept missing Smile in the theaters. Like, I just kept not being around to go see it. Me too. I watched it at home by myself, loved every second of it, was scared. It ruled so hard. Okay. Ooh. Great. I love it. Barbarian, if you don't and know too much about it, go in blind. Don't know go nothing in. about it. Yeah, don't watch a trailer. I think it's divisive. I've heard from people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I fall I in the it. love it camp. Me love too. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. 
Guys, I'm I, so I, sorry. I keep getting distracted by how beautiful Riley is. I'm just gotta. I keep Riley, my eyes just keep drifting incredible. over to Riley. I mean, you're oh, all gorgeous, but <laughs> I, you know. You gotta come check out a Tommy show. You see the whole yes. look. Yes. We gotta go. I want to go. Let's all so go. Bad. Let's all go. We'll yeah. do it. I'm all right. There. Well, we got a show to do here, guys. So let's move on with it. What do you say? We've right. got our very first segment, Betsy. We're oh. looking for some paranormal expertise on this one. Uh, you know, something that we like to do a lot on BCC The Other Side is gather around, much like carolers might gather around a piano and sing carols of old. We gather around our screens and watch mysterious paranormal videos that Bryce likes to bring in for us. But it's rare that we all that we get to do it live together with the audience. So... Uh, that's what we're gonna do right now. This is uh, one of my favorite segments called <clears throat> Bryce's Secret Stash. All right, what'd you bring in for us, Bryce? Well, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure if we. The memory's getting a little uh, fuzzy in the old age. We, I might have shown these before. How many fucking shows have we done now? But uh, so many. <laughs> but. I picked two that I love because these are Christmassy and I feel like uh, th that these are the best or at least or, or, or represent what could be, you know, a, a, a Bigfoot or a Yeti roaming oh, around in the woods. Cool. So let so let's show this first clip. This was taken by two hikers out of uh, out of Squamish near B.C., sort of uh, near where I uh, where my in-laws are. But pretty sure Is that I'll be you quiet Bryce? here. Oh, I wish. Look at these. These guys are studs. I can't really see it very well. <laughs> oh, black dot. If you guys are, uh, you guys watching at home, you yeah. can uh, comment so we can see what your takes are are on this as well, and we'll see your comments. Yeah, yeah you know, you can see it better in the sink. Uh, so I just want to chime in. You know, your the video never does justice as good as our eyes are, but they're seeing something move along where nobody really should be. There, these guys are extreme hikers, and they're out in the middle of nowhere, and they see this what looks like a upright walking. Uh, either man or something else moving, moving at a great pace Middle. through these. I like uh, that you said your first thing was it could be a man, <laughs> just right an off ape, the bat. ape man. Okay. Well, yeah. So I, I think the crit. Some people Why say it could have been a bear way? or a, a, a bear. More, most people said that, but I don't know. Look at how fast this thing moves. If that was a human, why would you walk up that that bridge? I'm yes, with no, that guy. You know, just go straight down. Right, right, that guy knows. Why did you walk that ring? Hard, hard pass. Now, Betsy, you're a snowboarder. Would you snowboard down that ridge? Good thing we brought. Yeah, that would be so fun. Good room over here. But not maybe. Yeah, maybe it's Betsy snowboarding. <laughs> She's just shredding the gnar. I'm just shredding, you know. <laughs> I would. Bet I would love it if somebody caught Betsy heartbeat. shredding on camera. And was like, Whoa, what's this? Whoa, God, we've never seen such a creature look, before. Look how far they look. How far <laughs> they zoom out. Look how much. Look how much distance it's already covered. See, and that's so far, though, that it makes me think that it's like just. I don't know how long. Yeah. Probably close to seven thousand feet. There's 7,000 feet, the guy says. This guy's just look, scampering this... up snow lines. It's no big deal. It's moving pretty fast. Yeah. Whoever it yeah. is, whatever it is. Yeah. So right. that, so I don't know. I think that, I think that might be a Bigfoot. I really do. Uh, and these guys are, you know, they don't, they never even mention in this video this, uh, once the word bear. So they, they, they feel, I feel like they feel like, <laughs> I feel like they feel like they're seeing a Bigfoot. Does that Got make it. sense? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you feel Oscar. like you're seeing Bigfoot too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now let's now let's get to the real Yeti, the real good stuff, right? Oh. The uh, M- Michael, the the you know the Matterhorn Yeti type of stuff. Oh, I know yeah. you like the blue yeah, so, blue flesh, uh, white hair, red eyes, abominable yeah, yeah. snowman. Dude. Yeah. Let's get to some abominable snowman stuff Christmas-y now. Okay. Cryptid. Okay. So uh, they're walking oh. around. People have been reporting something happening in the in in this area in Pennsylvania. Oh. A lot of activity. Ooh. So these two people are out with their flashlight. I'm just going to sort of let the play. This is near Ca- Cabindale, PA, and okay. <laughs> uh, and they're out there in the woods. And they're. Ju- I'm are just going to let it play. They're here. not in like a cave. No, they're not in a cave. You can see the brush, and then I thought those were tree roots. Whoa! <gasps> uh, look, whoa. look at that! What the? What is that, Betsy? What the whoa. is that? <laughs> Come on! Whoa. That's a Disney Yeti. It's definitely but watch it, watch it sort of move away. Like I don't know. I mean, Michael, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I mean, that's a guy in a costume. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, really? I've never seen it was that scary. Costume. It was yeah, blurry, there, but there's a Reddit thread. That, yes, yeah, very great yeah, witch. I like that. Yeah. It the but face looks I needed molded. a close-up. I needed a close-up, you know. The face looks molded <laughs> and it's not moving, you know. I think that's yeah. a that's a mask for sure. So I gave I gave you extreme distance blurry and extreme close-up <laughs> fake. What more well, do you want? Thank you. That's okay because <laughs> actually I brought in a video for my segment called Michael's Mysteries. And uh oh. I don't know, Bryce, take a look at this one and let me know what you think is going on here. Bryce and Frida live in a friendly building. He dated the landlord. A very friendly building. They had sex in the elevator. Since their relationship is having its ups and downs. Frida's a sexual tease. I'm being myself, I just don't put out. (laughs) We introduced Bryce to someone new. We go out, she starts talking dirty, and she was like, let's go to the hot tub. I thought she was awesome. After Frida shows another man her wild side. She wants to run around naked. Uh, Will these two stay together or have a change of heart? (laughs) Wow. Uh, That's good, Mike G. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I'm out. Whoa! That was was incredible. What a Christmas present. (laughs) Straight uh, from the club rice days. Oh my God! As you know, when I came out here, when I was just a young pup, I would I just wanted to be on TV, and I did several game shows: Buzz, Make Me Laugh, Shop Till You Drop, Change of Heart was one of them. And uh, and they brought on me and that this girl from my building and oh I how the fuck did you find that man that, that is- was actually from one of <sighs> our listeners tracked it down and put it up on the Patreon. Oh my uh, God. Thank you, Patreon member. Of course, uh, I forgot to flag your name, but I will thank you out later on. Oh the, give you a shout out later God. on the show. Beautiful, <laughs> love it. How much, of, how much of it is real? You know, uh, th- so that girl with the dark hair, she was that girl that lived in my building who came to my door one day. And they did set me up on a date with that blonde 
Uh, but she, we, we, we went horseback riding in Malibu, but we didn't get along. Uh, you know, it's funny. The girl with the, the, the black hair, she broke the rules of the game. She was like, I don't choose Bryce and I don't choose the new guy. And they're like, Oh, oh okay. Right. Well, we'll just go, girl. Yeah. Transcended so she the awesome. game. Yeah, she did. She, she transcended did. the game. Me. Oh, I just was like, Hey, <laughs> That was from Sarah Cohen. Uh, our, Thank our you, Sarah. In our Thank Patreon. you, Sarah. Patreon, Sarah Cohen. Fine. I mean, wow. that really, Lovely. really made my day. All right, everybody, Lovely. let's move on to our very next segment. How's everybody feeling in the clubhouse? I don't know, <laughs> uh, Pop, see if people are leaving uh. comments or not, but we're not getting any. But uh, this is definitely one where we want to hear from you. Betsy, it's been a while since we've played this with you. <gasps> it's a... I put together a special little list of phenomena that I'm going to go down to go down through. And if you're open, go to down it, on, I'm going to go yeah, down on this list. I mean, what other, that's like my biggest dream, you know, yeah. I mean? um, I've just been doing this podcast for you're waiting for the phenomena to slip into my DMS and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to go down a list of stuff now. If you're open to it, you're going to say, believe it. If you're okay. not open to it, you're going to say, bullshit. Okay, great. All right, we're getting some some comments here. I want people to play along at home if you can. Comment if if something, whether you believe in something or not. Let us hear your opinions. Uh, okay, here we go. And we're getting some questions, too. By the way, we will yes, answer some questions ones. at the, at the Derek, end nice. of the show. Here we go. All right, Betsy, this is okay. a game that we call Bullshit. Or Believe It. The Christmas edition. Ooh, mm. Christmas. Okay. Holidays. But, I mean, I'm giving it away here. I'm a Christmas boy. You know, everyone celebrate the holidays however they like. Yeah. Yeah. Betsy Sodaro, on your mark. Okay. Get set. Ghosts. Believe. Bigfoot. Believe. UFOs. Believe. Elves. Oh, man. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough for me. <laughs> Bullshit. Tarot cards. Believe. Shadow people. Believe. Time travel. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, like it, yeah. I put that in there because you know Scrooge goes in the past, in the present, in the future. I only believe in it if you're learning a lesson from it. Okay, good. Yeah, a little, nice. a little, a little time slip schooling to yeah. learn about your own be a character arc, and then yeah. it, there has to be a character arc. Oh boy, you got and you got to come back and be a good person after it. Hobgoblins. <laughs> Bullshit because I don't know what that is. Like Rumple Stillskin's a hobgoblin. Oh god. No, I think that's just a creepy little dude. Okay, what about just goblins? Uh, Bullshit. <laughs> alien abductions. Believe. One of the most famous alien abductions, Whitley Strieber's communiques took place on Christmas. The, abominable the big like fire yeah. in the sky one? No, that was Travis Walton. That was in <laughs> summertime, I think. Shit, that's the only I can't one remember I when that was. We did a story on it. Uh, the abominable snowman. <gasps> Believe. <laughs> Elemental spirits. What's that? Like tree spirits, fire spirits, snow entities, and spirits. Oh, bullshit. Divination. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's that? Seeing the future. Oh, believe. Mothman. Bullshit. Well, tell that to the people who collapsed in the Silver Bridge, Betsy, on Christmas. A week I will. I'll Christmas. go to all of their houses and I will say bullshit. All You're right. full of shit. See, oh, 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 keep going because then we got to talk. Okay, great. Wishes come true. Oh, I can't believe. I mean. Okay. Tulpas. Yeah. Tulpas. And that's when you create some, like a bunch of people create something. Yeah, if they believe in mm-hmm. it enough. Like Santa. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, believe. Bat squatch. <laughs> What's that? A combination of a bat and a Sasquatch? Yeah, he's like exactly. a big bat. He's more like a big bat who flew Ew. out of Mount St. Helens up in, up in Washington. Blue. Blue. It's blue? Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes it bullshit almost. Okay. <laughs> ritual, mag- ritual magic works. Ritual magic works. Yeah, but sure. Believe. Star- the star of Bethlehem was a UFO. Oh, that's good. Whoa. Right? Bullshit, bullshit. (laughs) There's an entrance to the hollow earth at the North Pole. Oh, that's funny. Bullshit. (laughs) At the stroke of midnight on Christmas Eve, animals can talk. (laughs) Bullshit. But I wish. That's what my sister always told me, and I had always it never happened. That's so cute. You're just watching your dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it said like Merry Christmas, Michael, I would have I would have stabbed him with a fire poker. <laughs> Sorry, you have guys. to. Every Christmas Eve, Michael kills our pets. <laughs> What's going on? It's a weird tradition. Let's keep so, getting him one. <laughs> uh dog man. I don't know what that is. It's like a Sasquatch, but canid. Like a canid creature, but walks upright. Kind of like a werewolf. Okay. Hmm. Believe. The Loveland Frogman, just for fun. Oh, I've heard about that. Bullshit. Um, Reindeer really can fly. (laughs) Bullshit. The magic of the holidays. Oh, believe. And finally, the big one, the biggest one of all. Uh Uh-oh. Santa Claus. Oh boy. That's a bummer. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it, but I think it's bullshit. Okay. Um, I want to <laughs> let you know, Betsy, that uh, Katie Q in the audience says, I was going to say, you can't bullshit Mothman and then believe in friggin' Bat Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly go, fair enough, go. Katie. I don't know. I don't know half of this stuff. So <laughs> we've talked about this a lot, where it's mm-hmm. like, what if they're aliens? Mm. You know? Yeah. Or yeah. like, because then that's to me, like, what if they're all under the alien umbrella, which I believe Betsy. it. Betsy, Absolutely. Did you did you and Marcy, your co-host of a funny feeling, watch the uh, Unsolved Mysteries, the new episode on Netflix, the new season, the Paranormal Rangers episode about yes. the two rangers in Navajo Nation, seeing all that interdimensional stuff. Yes. That, did what did you think that. about that? That was wild. It was pretty cool. Yeah, super cool. It was cool. very cool. Um, 
Oh, Aimless says from the audience, watching with my 13-year-old twins who have been BCC fans since they were eight. This is a big night. Oh, my God. Nice. You guys have had a weird education from this podcast so cool uh, parents yeah cool (laughs) yeah absolutely cool parents very cool (laughs) also twins are evil we all know that um believe it (laughs) all right you know what i think it's time for a little christmas carol what do you say should we hear a little song maybe from uh this gorgeous super producer that we have here that'd be great all right all right, oh. everybody. Well, you know. Let's check it out. Oh, whoa. Look at that well, here sexy goes. thing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I almost dropped my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Computer, and then I bumped the connection to the mic. So we're doing great. <laughs> we're this figuring is live it out. We're figuring right? it out. It's the real deal. This is oh, my gosh. <laughs> Happy holidays. Wow. Gorgeous. <laughs> thanks, that bud. So that was fantastic. Well, thanks. That was beautiful. That was we're beautiful. All, <laughs> we're all in the mood now if we weren't before. All Man. right. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a few questions from the audience? We've got a few questions here. Great idea. Uh, let's see what we got. Mike G, And if you're at the front. You know we have our own front of the house guy here, even though you can't see him, Mike G. You know he's having a great. Well, I time. saw I saw one from go. from Here's one of our great uh, artists, uh, Derek, who asked, "Do you guys think that we could handle uh, Mogwai rules?" You know, yeah, you here, find it's you, on this. It's on the screen oh, you got right it. now. Why don't you read? Great. It? Okay, uh, let me get uh, pull this up. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> does anyone think they can handle the rules to owning a Mogwai from the movie Gremlins? <clears throat> Great question. 
Nope. Betsy. Nope. I- <laughs> yeah, what is it? Don't feed after midnight. Yeah. No sunlight yep. and um, yep. no water on them. That's right. No yeah. That's, That's right. The biggie. Sunlight hurts him, uh, <laughs> could kill him. Water will make it spawn more gremlins. Right. And then if you feed them after midnight, then they turn into the gross ones. Okay. Okay. What I do don't think, think you I do could. It? I, no, I think it'd be. <laughs> I would. I have too many nights getting home after midnight. Like we're getting Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, you're joining me, dude. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't last one night with your Taco Bell. No, not at all. You spill that Mountain Dew freeze on him. Oh shit! Oh shit! Did you know that? Oh yeah. Did you know that actually some of the lore of of those gremlins came from the Hopkinsville Goblin case because. Uh, those Sutton farmers reported that, you know, those creatures that supposedly were like peering out from behind the woods, whenever they like shined a flashlight on them, they would like go back behind the trees and stuff. So that's actually where that lore of some of the gremlin stuff came from was that 1957 Hopkinsville goblin case yeah. out of uh, Kelly, Kentucky. Whoa. Yeah, Spielberg wanted that. to make a movie about the Hopkinsville case, and then it turned into it was called Night Skies. Right. I think I could be wrong. That's right. He hi- and then it he turned, hired it turned into two movies. Gremlins. That's right. He hired Gremlins. That's right. And E. T. He hired Oscar-winning screenwriter John Whoa. Sayles to write a script based off of uh, Dr. J. Allen Hynek's investigation of the Hopkinsville case. Uh, but funny enough. Uh, at the end of the script that Sales wrote, uh, his producing partner, Kathleen Kennedy, started crying because she was touched that this little boy didn't want the alien to leave. And Spielger, Spielberg went, that's the that's the story. And E.T. was born. Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa. Good trivia. There you go. There you Ooh. go. Uh, excellent work, Betsy, as always. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Yeah. You, you're not getting a Mogwai anytime soon. I'm too clumsy. No. I would spill it. Okay, guys, uh, let's move on to another game. We'll answer some more questions in a little bit. Now, this is a game that we we like to play, uh, not a sponsor of the show. We do it a lot over on the other side as well. Uh, this is a game called the Conspiracy Theory Game from Nettie oh, Games. Yeah. Now, that game. traditionally what's been happening this past year is it's been I've been hosting Betsy. And Bryce has been going up against Riley. <clears throat> and uh, Riley's kind of getting his ass kicked, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, generally. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's not good. It's not good at all. So <laughs> I almost had you last time. It was so close. It was so close. You should have had that. Yeah, I don't know. So I, you know, I left the door thought, open. fell apart in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah I, Other thought sports analogies. Maybe, <laughs> I thought maybe it would be a good idea to maybe bring in a little backup for Riley tonight. Let's introduce our mystery guest, Club Scouts of All Timelines. Please welcome into the clubhouse. Oh! Oh! Oh, shit! (laughs) Wow! Yes! John Tenney! Oh, my gosh! What's up, gang? We're not worthy! We're not worthy! What's up, John? Nothing. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yes, there we go. Uh, the yes. real cigarette. Yes. Being <laughs> always lit. TV, you can smoke. We love yeah, it. exactly. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, you like can this, smoke. It's, it's Christmas time. I'm listening to my Colonel Sanders Christmas record. <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Yeah. When people, I mean, like, when people say like the media the is too show. overblown right now, they forget that like Colonel Sanders was putting out Christmas albums in 1950. <laughs> That's a very good point. This is amazing. Now, I want to let everyone watching at home, nobody but me knew that John was going to be here tonight. Uh, Bryce wow. Riley had no clue. I managed to keep this a secret. I'm, I'm very wow. excited about it. Will it be worth the bit? I don't know, but John will be with us for the rest of the show. John, you were, you were recently on uh, Betsy's podcast, A Funny Feeling. I was. I uh, I was going to say I had more fun than when I was on Bigfoot Collectors Club, that's but fair. I realized I'm on Bigfoot Collectors <laughs> totally Club. Totally fair. So that's, that's fair. We, we equally as fun. There are better podcasts. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do here tonight, we're going to split up into two teams. Now, uh, Riley and John are going to be a team, nice. and Betsy and Bryce are going to be a team. I've made a truncated right. version of this game. Usually there are five categories. We're only going to have three categories tonight. And we're going to go in rounds, okay? Now, each round, you'll be able to pick, start, you know, from one of these three categories. But the first round is going to be easier. The second round is going to be a little harder. And then the third round will be the hardest questions available on the board, okay? So I think because Riley's kind of been the underdog, John and Riley get to go first. Does that feel fair, Betsy? Are you okay with that? Okay, yeah, great. I don't know what's happening. So you'll find out. It's, you're gonna answer. You're gonna cool. answer multiple choice questions about weird stuff. Okay, right? great. The categories are mythos. Mythos can involve mythology, cryptids, mm-hmm. kind of like the general weird phenomena stuff. The other, the next category is aliens. And then the third category is just random. So it could kind of be a grab bag question. Uh, Riley and John, you get to pick which category you want to go with first. Mythos, aliens, or random? Riley, since you played that song, you get to pick. I feel like you're going to be strong in mythos. So okay. you feel like you have a good foundation. So let, let, let John's going to be that. strong everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just know that I've been drinking now. white Russians for a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> you're in, That's you're in how you get the dude abides. <laughs> yeah. John abides. Let me, let me just run down the rules real quick. We will, the first team that gets to five wins. If you guys don't get this question, then the other team has a chance to answer that question for a half point okay does that make sense to everybody and then we'll just go until until someone gets to five so here's the first question for riley and tenny okay now i can't read anything oh okay here we go what is the name oh no that's not it that's too easy that's not it well here we go yes here we go no we're gonna go back with that one all right sorry everybody my card's (laughs) (laughs) here we go oh this is correct what is the name of the phenomenon that conspiracists cite as proof that we are all living in a computer simulation is it a schrodinger's cat b the mandela effect c the plonk constant p-l-a-n-c-k or d the glitch witch i mean it's me right john i mean i feel like it's not planck's constant and it's not the uh first one no it's not sure i've never heard of the glitch witch so i think we have to go with the mandela effect yeah because that's about the people thought that nelson mandela died and the timeline slip and all that stuff bernstein bernstein bears all that right business yeah let's go with that i'm i agree okay you are correct. The answer is B, the Mandela effect. That's right. 
John oh, Riley, you have oh, one point oh, on the board. Oh, do you have right. team names? Why don't we give ourselves team names? <gasps> Ooh. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Can I use an old, Riley? Can I use an old band name? Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're, how about, we are we are sneaky poultry. Yeah, we are. Sneaky poultry. Sneaky poultry. That's good. Bryce, Betsy, how about, what do you got? How about Scooter Tutor? Scooter Tutor. Okay. All right. That's Sneaky a clash poultry. of titans right there. Sneaky yeah. poultry versus Scooter Tutor. One point. Okay, Scooter Tutor. Over oh. to you. Aliens or random? Oh. Be Betsy? Uh, let's do aliens. Aliens. Okay. Here we go. At Din at Dendera, the ancient oh, Egyptian God. image of a snake inside a lotus flower is actually mm. actually a picture of what? Now, this is all sort of like if you believe this stuff, I should say all these questions are, uh, you know, with the answer of full belief. Okay. Is it A, a death ray? B, a light bulb? C, an alien life pod? Or D, an eel inside a daffodil. Hmm. This is well, an uh, Egyptian car hieroglyph uh, of a yep. snake inside a lotus flower. Yeah, I, I, I believe uh, I believe people think it's like a, an electric light bulb. Although I, I believe it uh, it uh, represents something else, more along the lines of a, of, of an illumination of sorts. But uh, oh. I think we should go with uh, <laughs> uh, the the light bulb. Which one was that, Mike? Uh, light bulb is B. What do you think, Betsy? Should we do I it? I love it. Let's do it. I honestly, I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know. It could be the eel question. thing. I have no clue what he's talking about. <laughs> it's just words. We'll it really was thing. just words where I'm like, ancient Egypt. I know that. Nothing Scooter else. Tutor? Yeah, light bulb. Well, guess what? Well, light bulb. You're on the board with one point. Light bulb, it is. Great. Okay. Right? That leaves Come random on. out of round one to Riley and Tenny. All right. The question oh. is the Mayan calendar <laughs> predicted the world would end on what date? Is it A, June 7th, 1997? B, January 1st, 2000? C, December 21st, 2012? Or D, April 1st, 2025? We know. We John and I, we know. Go for it, Riley. Yeah, you know C. it. 2012 right. come on you're up you're up we now look this, this was the sort of the easy round and anyone could have grabbed random first so i'm not playing favorites here okay okay all right. remember the all billboards right. all those yeah. billboards. oh the and billboards they, like, those were so good up, like, guys we got an after. official we got sneaky paltry is it paltry no, poultry. poultry 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 all right well, we got a scoreboard here we go uh back to you scooter tutor mythos aliens or random so hard, uh, a little bit harder now, just a little bit harder. Uh oh. What do you think? We'll go. Uh, let's, you want to do random? Yeah, let's grab do bag. Random. Let's we'll do Great. random grab bag. Okay. Christmas grab bag. Here we go. How did John Tidor know that World War Three was going to occur in 2015? Was it hmm. a he was a time traveler from the year 2026? B the ghost of JFK told him. C, his bowl of alphabet soup formed a message, oh, or D, he Googled it. I don't know who this guy is. I don't either, Betsy. Can you, can you, is the name you said Don Teeter? Can you spell Titor. his last name? T-I-T-O-R, and you cannot Google. 
T-O-R. Okay. No Googling. No Googling. Ooh. No oh, cheating. Man. John Teter. World Teter. War Three was going to happen in 2015. How did he find out? How did, How he, did know? he find that, out? How did he know? That that alphabet soup thing kind of grabbed my attention. I could see some somebody going, I saw it in my soup, man. Yeah. In, my in my breakfast cereal, man. Uh, I like that one. That's fun. It's either that or I like Time Traveler, too. I mean, we need an answer. We need an answer on the board. Final answer, please. I, de- I defer. I defer to the great Betsy Sodoro. <gasps> soup. Uh, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Oh, the question goes over to uh, 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 Sneaky Poultry. You can answer this for a half point. Can we hear the first two again? John I got Teter it, Riley. Knew- oh, you know? <laughs> you already know. Oh, yeah. Teeter was a time traveler. That is correct. Ah, two, and half, yeah. two and a half points for Sneaky Poultry. Uh, John, Secret select about. your uh, uh, category, mythos or aliens. Uh, let's go aliens. Okay, great. According to the ghost of JFK, there he is again. <laughs> dolphins mm. are actually extraterrestrials that come from where? A, a mm. small planet in the vicinity of Betelgeuse. B, Jupiter's moon Titan. C, the Pleiades star cluster. Or D, mm. Alpha Centauri. Mm. Mm. I'm good with JFK. I'm not good with his ghost. <laughs> His ghost shows up a lot to tell people weird stuff. I'll say that. Uh, I don't know about this one, Riley. I, I don't either. I mean, if I was just going to guess, but I always lose this game, so maybe don't listen to me. I'd say Pleiades, just because it seems like a place dolphins might be from. But truly, that is a guess, uh, just a wild guess. I mean, I'm going to go with your guess, because I would be guessing too at anything. Well, Riley, you should learn to trust your instincts, because that <gasps> yeah. is correct. The Pleiades... Star cluster. Nice. Good for you, Riley. Yes. Yes. All right. That That's what I was me. thinking too. I didn't it know that either, but right, that felt right. Know? Totally like felt airbrushed right. Airbrushed on PAs. a t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. Dolphins. <laughs> yep. Shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Here is your round two question. Second question. Uh, mythos. Mm-hmm. What organization, yep. Scooter Tutor? This is you. What organization was formed in the 1920s to document fairy sightings? Is it A, the Fairy Investigation Society, B, Fairy Verification Committee, C, Friends of Tinkerbell, or D, Fairy Bureau of Investigations? Hmm. We've got the Fairy Investigation Society, the Fairy Verification Committee, Friends of Tinkerbell, or the Fairy Bureau of Investigations? That 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 Friends of Tinkerbell seems like a red herring. That's not actually a red herring, right? Like it uh, oh. it allure it allures me. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to this one. If if you if you feel gutsy about one, let's go for it. I like the Tinkerbell one. Let's do Tinkerbell. We'll go with Tinkerbell. Okay, I'm yep. sorry to inform you, Scooter Tutor, <gasps> that is incorrect. The, the question fuck? goes back to uh, Sneaky Poultry. Is it the Fairy Invest? This is 1920s. The Fairy Investigation Society, the Fairy Verification Committee, or the Fairy Bureau of Investigations? I feel like it's not the last one because that's a play on FBI. Yeah, yeah, they're all terrible. <laughs> and like, if it's the 20s, I lean towards society over committee, mm. just because it seems like there's a lot of like. Is society the second one, Riley? Society. 
is the first one fairy investigation society or the fairy verification committee between the two i could go either way actually i don't know do you have a i would i would go with society too with a is that your final answer yeah that is correct. It is oh, A, the fairy investigation. John. Guys, you are nice. one half point away from taking Damn. the win. Hey, Michael, 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 was, was Tinkerbell around <laughs> in the 20s? Did yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. goof that? Okay, no, 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 okay. No, uh, okay. Jay and Barry had written Peter Pan and Wendy before then. You were good. You were good. You were good to go. Okay, okay. Okay, so we have for the final round, it's difficult. Now we're getting into tougher, toughest oh, territory God. here. Oh, God. What? Uh, tougher? Tougher, tougher. Uh, yeah, Betsy. these are tough. Mythos, okay. aliens, or random? I guess let's try mythos. Great. Yeah. Love it. What theory proposes that the <laughs> Earth actually passes through four distinct days in each 24-hour rotation? Oh. Is it A, time cube, B, the super-spinning Earth, C, the duplicator, or D, the quad-day array? never heard of it in my life wow we we're getting battered uh i told you these were tough betsy do you have anything on this i always thinking quad day array just because quad means four oh <laughs> uh, yeah i love it. I, I, I support betsy let's we're gonna go with quad day array final answer show me on that the board is- that is incorrect. God, incorrect. no! Come All right. On, Back man. to Riley and Tenny. Sneaky what? Poultry sneaking up for the win here. You get this. You've won this round of Conspiracy Game. What theory proposes that the Earth actually passes through four distinct days in each 24-hour rotation? A, time cube. B, the super spinning oh, Earth. Okay. Or C, the duplicator. <laughs> What happened? Did I disappear? We lost. I thought I thought we might, Betsy and I might get lucky there for a second, but John's back. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. All right. Is it time cube, the super spinning earth or C, the duplicator? Riley, I have this no is the time idea. cube. Is it? Yes. This is why mm, it's the time, it's the time cube. cube. It's well, got to be the time cube. Is this your answer? final answer? Final, final answer. answer. That is correct john now i will say i will say for anyone listening i think the time cube website is still available to see and it is the most insane thing you've ever seen i never heard of this before talk to us about it what is this thing this it showed up on the internet in like 1999 and it is just an endless one page with like a million like paragraphs that with no sentence breaks and it's in like 36 point font and like hand drawings of a square earth moving around us it is in absolutely insane. oh man i'm on board Whoa. believe it yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly all right everybody well uh we got to keep moving here we're running a little bit long and riley's got a show to do so why don't we dig into this week's story of high strangeness? Great. There we go. There's an old Christmas tradition that I think we should bring back, which is, of course, doing what on Christmas Eve? John, you know this. Telling ghost stories. That's right. Christmas oh. should be spooky, okay? It should be scary. It's been friendly for too long. We need to make it creepy again. Who? I want to see some hands up here if you agree with me. Oh yeah. Make Christmas right. creepy right. again. Yeah. Make it yes. 
Yes, thank you, thank you. I want to tell Krampus? ghost stories. Yeah, I want to see some scary stuff. So, Christmas ghost stories usually fill my mind with the images of Dickensian specters, but this past year, I really fell in love with the terrifying graphic novels of Junji Ito, uh, this great Japanese uh, cartoonist, uh, author, writer. Really spooky horror stuff. Betsy, you should get your hands on some of this manga if you have not. It's awesome. I have not. Um, I thought I would look this year across the Pacific Ocean for spooky inspiration to the country of Japan. So it turns out I looked in the right place because Japanese folklore has a variety of winter-based ghosts or yokai. And I thought that we should all get into the spirit and share some of those stories tonight. Now, of course, yokai are a class of, I'm reading from Wikipedia here, supernatural entities and spirits in Japanese folklore. The word yokai is composed of the kanji for attractive calamity and apparition mystery. First of all, attractive calamity. That is, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great uh, band name right there, like late 80s. That's the better group. team name. Yeah, yeah that's attractive, true. attractive calamity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Despite often being translated as such, yokai are not literally demons in the Western sense of the word, but are instead spirits and entities. Entities, and their behavior can range from malevolent or mischievous, 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 to benevolent to humans. So, okay, I thought we'd start with some of the cute ones that I found. Now, these are winter-based ones. These two, they're two childlike yokai associated with winter called Yuki Warashi. And Yukimbo. Now, I'm mm. sorry for butchering these names. Also, I can't read very well anymore without my glasses, and I forgot them. So here's a description I found from them uh, about them from Hayakumonogatari.com. Images of the Yukiwarashi and Yukimbo are exceedingly rare. When they do appear, they look like cute, red-cheeked children clad in traditional straw-peaked snow jackets. Already scary. Terrifying. Yeah, kids. Their jackets have a hood that comes up to a point so that the snow can't accumulate. And the hood ties under the chin, and there are armholes that give freedom of movement. This sounds like uh, like Maggie Simpson in her little star <laughs> winter's coat. That's what I picture. Cute. In, in some Yuki Warashi depictions, the cute one, the nice ones, their face is blank and featureless like a doll. This comes less from folklore and stories and more about more from folk art. We lost John. He'll be back. Wooden sculptures of children are dressed in this ancient costume. They po are popular. In fact, people in snowy regions still dress their children in these costumes for pictures. Oh. Making your child dress like a, 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 a spirit? Kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So to simplify things, there's a nice baby ghost and there's a, a bad baby ghost. <laughs> so the nice one is the Yuki Warashi, and its story is basically Frosty the Snowman. And this is a this is a motif motif that comes uh, that's apparent in in more than one winter yokai stories. But essentially, a childless couple live out in the forest, and when winter comes around, they are so sad and bored that they make a snow baby in their front yard. A blizzard occurs overnight, and the next morning, there's a knock on the door, and the old couple open it, and who should be standing on their front doorstep but a round, red-cheeked little snow baby who comes bounding into the house. No they way. happily keep, yeah, they happily Whoa. keep Made the child. Uh-huh, he's a little yeah. snow baby. He's like, hey, everybody. 
You know, they're they're not revealing a lot of steps in that process to make that snow baby. I'm sure I'm sure they skipped a lot of the details, but did some, did some weird stuff out there in the snow. <laughs> I think it's the magic of Christmas. They happily keep the child in all winter long. Everyone's happy until spring rolls around and the baby gets skinnier and skinnier and skinnier until it melts away completely. The couple spend the next year grieving, and then when the next winter rolls around, knock, knock, Snow Baby is back, and Snow Baby is ready to party. Whoa, same Snow Baby? (laughs) Same Snow Baby's back, and every winter the Snow Baby returns until one year he just ghosts them completely and never comes back. No explanation. Just decides, I'm out. Cold. Mm. Yeah. The bad one, Yukinbo, actually seems less distressing to me, although he is called the one-legged snowboy. This mischievous spirit is the explanation for a natural occurrence called a tree well. Have any of you ever heard of a tree well? John, you live in Michigan. What's a tree well? It's like when the snow melts around a tree and leaves a ditch. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've I'm, crashed into them. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've definitely gone headfirst into a tree well. Yeah. 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 Oh, dang. I, okay. I yeah. really... Did you guys know that every time you crashed into <gasps> a tree well, it was from the Yukin bow bouncing around the tree overnight and making a little trap for you to get stuck in? How dare that they? Makes sense. Yep. Wow. That's what they do. You, I mean, I bet it was pretty funny. Watching fall into them. Great. Well, that he always knows that... when I'm walking home drunk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. To paraphrase, to paraphrase Bryce, you just got got by a Yukin bro, a one-legged yeah. snow baby. So then uh let's move on from babies to old men. The Yuki Gigi, the old man of the snow. Betsy, you'll love this one, is possibly an old mountain god. He appears at the end of winter when avalanches cascade down the mountains. If you look closely, you'll see him riding that avalanche like a snow-white layered Hamilton catching a bodacious wave. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, Yuki Gigi dresses on brand in a white kimono, has a white beard, and a white skin, and the following year's harvest will vary in success depending on how bad the destruction uh, is in his wake. So you want it to not be too... Do you want it to be very destructive or not? That's what I couldn't understand. I think not super destructive. Probably. To me, I think if he's devastating a lot of your village, (laughs) then your harvest is going to be kind of bad. I don't know if he's tearing up that soil, dude. It's true. Maybe that's what you needed. Yeah, it may be. <laughs> so let's get into some of the more disturbing fare. Possibly related to the Yuki Gigi is the Yuki Ana, the snow woman. She's akin to a Kelpie like or a Holdra, a supernatural force that lures men into the woods, leaving them to freeze to death. Oh. The snow woman is beautiful, pale skinned, and leaves no footprints when she walks in the snow. She may mm. be a vampire or the ghost of a murdered woman who was killed on a snowy night. Oh. And like most of these ghost stories where there's a beautiful ghost, there is also a nasty, scary counterpart. <laughs> One such entity is the Oshiroi Baba, a.k.a. the Snow Hag or oh, the Face fun. Powder Hag. Face Powder Hag face rules. Powder hag. This cool. should be a movie. Legend says she's the servant of the goddess of cosmetics 
who descends from the mountains on cold winter nights wearing a nightmare version of traditional geisha makeup, a tattered kimono. And in some tales, she wears an oversized hat and walks with a cane and drags a hand mirror behind her that clicks and clanks like the chains. What? She's a baller. That's your next Halloween outfit. There you go. Yep. She wins over... She wins over young women and girls with her magic face powder, selling them on the idea that it will keep their skin looking young and healthy. Mm. But when the unsuspecting girls go home and apply the powder, they are overcome with a dreadful burning sensation. Oh, yeah. Like the climax of an Indiana Jones adventure, the flesh from the girls' faces melt away, exposing their skulls. They drop dead, and the face powder hag then creeps into their homes and collects the fleshy remains and retreats back to her mountain abode. What? Super metal. That That's one is cool. That. Yeah. Damn. Very cool. Love it. In other versions of the legend, the snow hag brings hot sake to poor villagers on cold winter nights and is generally cool. Oh, <laughs> cool. She's she got to give back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's our last Japanese winter ghost story for the night. This one is the Tusara Anna, the Icicle Woman. The Icicle Woman is a bit of a mix of that of the Phantom Hitchhiker stories that we have in America and Frosty the Snowman again. In this ghost story, on stormy, snowy nights, a lone woman will mysteriously appear on the front door of a single man looking for shelter. The man, alarmed by how beautiful this woman is, has no choice but to instantly fall in love with her and make her his wife. And I, I found out that in uh, old Japan, there was no ceremony necessary uh, to be married. If you just decided you guys were married, you were married, and it was official. Oh. Kind of cool. Yeah. This couple was very is very happy together, but like the little snow baby, things aren't meant to last. In one version of the story, the husband starts to get paranoid because his wife refuses to take a bath. He can't wrap his mind around why she won't crawl into a steaming hot tub <gasps> to keep her warm on cold nights. Uh, and finally, after not to mention the fact that, you know, she's probably not ever taking a bath and it's getting kind of gross. So finally, after weeks of, of pleading and resistance, the wife slips into a hot bath that her husband has drawn for her as he waits in the living room. He begins to wonder why his wife is taking so long. I mean, men, right? You know, take a bath, get out of the bath. Come on, yeah, now you're doing it too slow. Now yeah, what are we satisfied. doing? Come on, now I you're put, melting I, I do some, yeah, I do some Epsom salts, candles, some Alan Watts. I make my bath time nice. Alan Watts, nice choice. Alan Watts. <laughs> Able to wait no longer, the husband bursts into the bathroom to discover that his wife is gone, and there are shards of ice all over. Her the tub oh. around the tub and around the floor which mm. eventually melts yeah. away because his wife was an icicle icicle classic in Those other cool. versions of the story the husband takes a new wife and moves on with his life but when winter rolls around the couple notices a long sharp icicle begins forming on the roof outside the house eventually one cold evening the new wife uh, notices that her husband Hasn't come back inside after going out to inspect the icicle. Mm -hmm. So she throws on a, a rope. She walks out to the backyard Ooh. where she finds him dead with an icicle stabbed through his eye. What nice. with the eye? Oof. Yeah. Good. Jealous ex-icicle wife coming back yes. to kill her husband for cheating on her. 
And those are just a few spooky Japanese winter ghost stories, guys. Awesome. You know what? I love them. If anyone is interested, there's a um, a 1964 movie called Kaiden, which is uh, ghost stories. You don't have, I mean, most people like know about the ring and stuff like that, like Japanese ghost stories that way. But in 1964, there was this huge film made to turn Japanese ghost stories into a major motion picture. And it's amazing and tell some of those stories. Like it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful films cool. that you've seen. It's all based on uh stories and legends that were written in 1904 by an author. It's it's beautiful. It's called Caden. Cool. Cool. Awesome. cool. Guys, movie Google club. Sounds so I'm checking awesome. that out. Yeah, movie, movie club. club. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. That's Let's do it. All right. We just yeah, go ahead, Bryce. Oh no, I, I just like uh I, I like hearing different stories from other cultures because I think it just opens up your lens a little bit that that, that the paranormal and, and people's mythology changes in time and place and in context. And and uh, I, I just think it's it's interesting how these things develop and they're unique to each and every one. OK, I lost my train of thought, but well done. I love the jet. I love the jet. And their names are so fucking cool, like Ice Hag and Snow Pick Lady. Like, I yeah. just I don't know. It's cool. Well, yeah, Bryce, there's a. Both of those wrong, but close if enough. you've ever seen, there's a the, in the 1984 Tales from the Dark Side movie, which is an anthology uh, Love series. That movie. Yes. The last tale is a retelling of a Japanese uh, snow bride story where a guy is like Ooh. attacked in the alleyway and then uh, all that's of a sudden. That's my favorite story. That, that The gargoyle one with, uh, with yep. uh, uh, Radon Chong. Chong. Yeah, that's I, a re that's a retelling of one of the Snow Bride stories because you can't tell anyone that the bride isn't yeah, real. Yeah. Cool. Oh my god, it's so good. Wow. I've never John, seen everybody. that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my I've god. Seen that show. It, wow. The, I that one stuck with me as a kid because they have this beautiful relationship, and then it's not great. to give it away, uh, and I won't give it away. You should watch that. And now knowing what you know about uh, Japanese mythology and their cool ghost stories, and that's a trip. Okay, we'll check it out, Betsy. We're on it. I'm on it. Horror Movie Club. All right, everybody. We are coming very close to the end of the show. We have just a few minutes. I want to get some questions up on the board. Uh, Mike G, if uh, you're at the house, if you want to throw a question up, I know there's one for Riley as well. This is from California Girl who says, if you could be told the truth behind one paranormal mystery, which one would it be? Frida in Ireland. Hmm. If you could be told the truth. Now, does it mean that it's proven correct or you could just confirm one way or another? I think if it's real or not, I uh, you did into interpretation. Yeah, yeah. that's Tenny, good. I'd like to know. Think I, oh, yeah, go ahead. Start with Tenny. Oh, I don't know. I mean, part of the love of all this is that they're not going to get answered, right? Like that we're going to be able to keep talking about this forever. But right. I mean, it's not a paranormal mystery, but I, I've spent. You know, I started off as a a Kennedy researcher, so like, if someone wanted to take, like, some like government officials wanted to take me in a room and like explain the Kennedy assassination to me, like, I'd be all down for that. Me too. Oh, definitely, yes. definitely down for that. That would be great. Yeah. Just get that yeah. one cleared up, you know, and let's move on. Um. um I'll- I'd I'd like to know, you know, the uh, the ancient Egyptians felt that there was work to be done in the afterlife, uh, that 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 there were uh, tasks for the soul. I, I I want I would like to know if that's true, and uh, 
and, and maybe <laughs> what what one could expect to get past those levels. Bryce doesn't <laughs> want to do any more work. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I want to do the work. I'm baby stepping, Doctor Marvin. I'm doing the work. <laughs> um, we have a question for Riley. Do you want to throw up Mike G? Okay, never mind. Who would pay? Uh, would you pay money? Who would, would pay, pay many, many a money? money? Yeah. Okay. Would pay many a money for a BCC ghost hunt. Got it. Yeah. What haunted location would you actually investigate? Ooh, Betsy, you're invited. John, you're invited. Thank Betsy, where do you, you want to go? You're you love ghost hunting, Betsy. I do. You know what would be a blast would be the Tower of London. Yes, hundred percent. Because also London rules. Yeah. And that rules, and we could be like, are those little kid ghosts there? Yeah, are we gonna out. see some spooky beef eaters? I gotta Ooh. find out. I wanna. I'm. A, I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah. 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 I think that would be a blast. What do you think, John? Uh, I mean, I would love to do something in England too. Tower of London's a great choice. Boddington Hall isn't Boddington Hall a big, a big spooky one? I mean, or I would love to do an investigation rectory? with this whole crew. In to if I'll keep it low, I'll keep it North America, continental North America. Like I would just want to get us all in a prison since we've oh. all seemed to stay. <laughs> we've all listen. We've 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 all spent our lives staying out of them. Like I would love to see yeah. all of us in there. Oh, yeah, that would be so scary. That'd be really good. <laughs> yeah. That's a great spooky idea. Uh, copyright all of us here. Like you, you go to a ghost, you go to a haunted prison, and then you end up in actual prison and you can't get out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Let's cool get another. <laughs> I think we have time for one or two more before we all got to go. Oh, great. Riley, I discovered the cramps. What other music do you recommend that's in the same vein as those? Oh, I love that. I, that's so funny. The cramps keep coming out lately. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. And I love that you discovered that and love them. Um, in the same vein, I mean, I would say maybe check out Susie and the Banshees. Maybe check out Bauhaus. Um, I mean, they're a little that's a little different cramps are a little more like rockabilly that's a little more like goth but i feel like that all like lives in the Hell same yeah. world um also just like i think the what's beautiful about the cramps is like this epic love story between lux interior and poison ivy so like maybe also check out sonic youth that's another band that's like this beautiful couple although they did split up but uh, one of my favorite bands of all time so those are my yeah. uh my wrecks and yes enjoy the cramps everyone listen to the cramps Tenny, you've got punk roots. You got some punk roots, don't you? I mean, you yeah, were part of uh, Sneaky Poultry. Yeah, my first <laughs> one of my my first bands were punk rock bands. I would I agree with Riley. I think like if you're going more in a rockabilly type sense, if you dig that stuff, like the Mummies, oh yeah, maybe cool. or like uh, yeah, I don't know. Mummies is a good one, definitely. Yeah. I didn't think of that because that's more in like the rockabilly kind of rockabilly, like, and they're all dressed up like mummies. So, rules. yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. how do I not? How am I not listening to that? <laughs> yeah, how am I not yeah. watching that? All right, Seriously. let's get one more question, and then we're gonna go to our meet and greet sessions. And I think if there are any available, you can still get a meet and greet session if you want. If you decide you want to hang out uh, with either Riley Bryce or me, let me know if that's correct, Mike G. Uh, if there's still ones available, if people can sign up now, if they want to do that. Um, all right, here we go. Final question. Favorite cryptid that isn't Bigfoot. Let's just go in order. Riley. How will we go? Riley, me, Bryce, Betsy, Tenny. Hmm. I mean, do aliens count as cryptids or no? That's they can. Different. They absolutely sure. can. I mean, you know, I love some grays. I just love mm. those little, those little. Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> love them. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's I, my answer. Yeah, I think the 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 lizard man of scape or swamp is one of my favorites, just because it feels very late nineties, and I always picture him looking like Mondo Gecko from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a that's oh, a big yeah. one for me. Bryce, uh, how about that? I, I'm into those sort of in, insected mantids that sometimes occupy UFO ships and seem to be in charge of the greys. I'm kind of like. Okay. Uh, cause insects, man, they bug me the fuck out in a great way. No and I would hate intended. to be, I, I would hate to be the size of an ant in, in the force of something, uh, much larger with those, with those mandibles. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> are yetis too close to Bigfoot? They are not as far as we're concerned. They live on the other yeah. side of the world. I like a Yeti. Great. John. Uh, I like I like a dog man. I like an upright yeah. canine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Who doesn't love a dog I, man? <laughs> I like the you know what I can always think about now too, John, is the formanauts. This case. Oh, I'm telling you, there's so many. It's become ridiculous trying to put this like book together of all these crazy floating boxes and triangles and weird creatures. Like Wild it's just stuff. you guys know I've been working on it for like two and a half years now. Crazy. Man. Crazy. We got to hear more about it. All right, everybody. That brings us to the end of our BCC holiday live stream. We got to send Riley off. He's going to go do a show. But Riley will be sticking around for so a couple cool. meet and greet sessions uh, starting at 730 Pacific time. So we got a couple minutes uh, before we leave. I want to thank you all uh, for joining us tonight. We want to thank Sun Eaters for kicking off the show. Betsy Sidaro. Of course, Johnny L. Tenney, our mystery guest, and everyone at Popsy Lounge, Ryan Munoz, yep. and Mike G. running the show. Thank you for making this happen. You guys are the best. And of course, thank you to the fine folks at Wood Elf for keeping us on your podcast feeds. This is our very last episode until January 4th, but you can find us over at BCC, the other side at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club between now and then. Betsy, John, do you have anything you want to plug real quickly before we sign off? Where can people find you guys? Hey, just listen to a funny feeling. You'll like Great. it. Great. Yeah. You absolutely will. Uh, what's up, weirdo? My podcast. Absolutely, you guys. There's enough content to keep you entertained uh, every awesome. week with, with the group that we have here. Thank you, everyone. Have a safe ho uh, and happy holiday season. And finally, good night. And go get regressed. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible, and if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.